Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the RSL Show, the last episode of the season. Uh, we're coming to you from Josh's Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm Andy Munoz. We got... You got Josh here. And... Alex Nablus. Okay. Uh, Alex said he's he, he, he didn't believe he was an intern last episode. That is true. I did, I did say that. <laughs> I, thought I, got yeah. prom- I thought I got promoted. Did we send you anything in writing? <laughs> An offer letter? I guess not. Your patience, young Jedi. <laughs> young Padawan. <laughs> he did 10 episodes, and he like runs it now. Was it only 10? I don't know. It was more I than 10. I have no idea. I've lost track. Yeah. yeah. It's it probably more, more than, than 10. 10. Yeah. Well, we have to think of like a challenge for you to become official. Yeah, like a Something. final test of your capabilities. Yeah. Sounds daunting. Yeah. yeah you and be. Isaac. You and Isaac. I think. <laughs> I, I think. We'll talk about it after. Hang on. I think that because you two are the newest, and Isaac can get fired at any time because he doesn't really produce, yeah, at least yet. I'm thinking like foot race. I was thinking potato sack. What? Like a potato sack race where they get and they have to jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, what? Well, yeah, we'll give you time to heal. Yeah, yeah. You got to talk, dude. Tra- come on. All right, talking to the mic. Jeez, I- I'm thinking um, it would be. It'd be fun if it was an elimination. <laughs> whoever whoever wins gone. is out. Or wh- whoever loses is out. <laughs> is it a single elimination or double? <laughs> is, it a, is it a three event? <laughs> Some yeah, yeah, it wins. <laughs> yeah. No, so I was thinking um, we should do that. And then. Uh, Alex hates this idea. One graduates, though. Like, one graduates sooner than the other. Oh, so, like, whoever wins, like, he could go it's from like automatic. producer to producer. Yeah. He could go from intern to senior intern. Yeah. Senior intern. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, no, it's been wonderful having uh, you two uh, kids uh, with us. I actually got some feedback on you guys. You want to hear the feedback I got on was, you? Was it good or bad? Mixed. It was neutral. <laughs> it was neutral. <laughs> it was mixed, yeah. Oh, okay. I, want, I just want <laughs> don't get Don't get sad. Don't get sad. What? What's going on? Aren't all four supposed to be red? Oh, uh, shit. It. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, we're back. Alex just earned some major points, dude. Uh, he, look at it. He just nodded so hard. He, okay, you just got some major points. He, he pointed out that Isaac's microphone wasn't on. So, Isaac, say hi. Hi. All right, he's, he's back. He's here. He's Welcome been here back, the whole Isaac. time. Okay. So, the feedback. This is where you grow thick skin. Okay? Because, no. dude, I've had people literally tell me, like, you shouldn't host. I've and had people tell me I should quit. 
yeah. straight up and yeah, probably no, jump off a bridge. So it's fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is so good. Talking to you. I want to make sure I can hear you. Say, say you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Good? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Are you red? On I remember. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So the feedback. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> all right. This is from somebody we know that's been listening to a lot, the show a long time. He said, what did he say? He didn't say that you were annoying. He said that he doesn't like what you say sometimes. Okay. Now, the reason that he said that, okay, and it's not like Jake or Mitch. Like, it's not anybody that, it's not like, and it's one of our friends. He literally said, I just think that I don't like him because he's so young and I'm old. That's fair. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can get him a couple of years before before the next year. Yeah. So, that's it. it. Like, it's, it's literally just like... <laughs> Old man grumpiness. Yeah, it is. It is. Easier. It is, dude. But um, I wouldn't take it personally. I just, I, I want to relay that to you because I, I think it's funny. I don't think it's true. I think obviously you're doing such a great we get job. Lots of, we've gotten a lot of good feedback. As yeah. Well. But it's our job to point out the bad feedback and tell you to your face. So how, so how do I, how do I get older? <laughs> Stop saying yeet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, dude, it's honestly, he, uh, he was just being stupid. <laughs> So it's literally. No, it's awesome. I'll take it. No, yeah. I'll be ready. I'll be ready for next Go year. call some more games. Don't be so young. <laughs> okay? Stop trying to be young. I should have asked him about you, Isaac. I think he, he wouldn't yeah. have cared. I think he likes me. Yeah. Well, likes I don't it. think you uh, say enough for anyone to I'm have a. I'm curious to know who this was now. <laughs> I'm going to go like bash should, him on Twitter. Should we just tell him? No. Bash him no, on we can't tell you. No. 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 Yeah. We don't bash people on Twitter, bro. We don't do that. <laughs> All right. Should we uh, get the show started? I thought we did. Yeah, it started. Okay. All right. Okay. Everybody, uh, everybody doing well? You doing okay? Dude, I'm doing great. All right. You're doing great things, dude. K- KSL, you're calling soccer games. Yeah, Look I was at you go. The five and six A tournament yesterday. Nice. It's fantastic. I love it so much. All right. What about you, dude? How are yeah, you doing? Fine. Life's life. Carry on. Isaac. I'm doing good. How's your cruise? Though? Bro, I keep telling you, Isaac, do what with the mic, dude. What, put it to my mouth? Yeah, like get in yes. there. Get All in right, there, I'm bro. In there. Look at this. See this? Get in there. You want my lips touching it like this? Yeah. Uh-huh. All That's right. your mic. Yep. I got it. How was okay. your cruise? Yeah, let's... Uh, the cruise is fine. It was quite overcast the whole time. It was relaxing. Got a little recharge. Oh, yeah. Couldn't see Twitter for a few days. I got back and was in a time warp. When we were at training on Saturday, you were trying to tell me what days things were on, and I was off by like two, three days. So glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, I was super happy to come back and watch that Austin game, huh? Yeah, it's a great it, welcome back. But it's weird though, being on a boat and just seeing nothing but ocean. Isn't that weird? No, I love it. It's moderately terrifying, like because uh-huh. you can see like how deep it is. You know, <laughs> you can. Yeah, you can see down. No, like, but there's like a screen that you can go find that like shows you like how fast you're going and how deep it is and oh, like where man. you're at on the maps. That's scary. Yeah. Didn't see any UFOs, though. You can't really tell, like, how fast you're going while you're out there, right? Because there's, like... Not really. I mean, like, you can see the waves the boat's producing. You can't feel it. How fast do they go? A couple knots. It's not fast. I mean, this went to Ensenada. Like, it's not far. Okay. Right? Like, they were kind of just petering along the whole time. Wasting time. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Real Salt Lake. Dude, hold on. on. So, I went to one of, like, the markets in Ensenada, though. Mm -hmm. Not a single Liga Max jersey in sight to, like, buy. Really? I was so disappointed. Ensenada? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you got a point there, huh? Like people want to people would buy kits. Yeah, the, every time I've been to, to like Mexico or Honduras or any of those places, and you go to like the market, yeah. someone's always selling kits. 
Yeah, not a single one. In Sonata, you're going to find like seashells, straw hats. Oh, there's plenty of like NFL jerseys, NBA jerseys. Really? Like University of Utah football blankets. No. Dead serious. You saw that there? Yeah. Utah was out there? Yeah. Wow. Not a single Liga MX jersey. Not a single Liga MX jersey. Got it. Okay. Well, let's talk about the season. Uh, actually, let's talk about Austin. That's what I mean, dude. We, Austin, we, the season's a little different. All right. Go ahead. Talk about it. Start with Austin. I disappointing. What what word would you like use to phrase like your feeling after the Austin game? Embarrassing. So like, <clears throat> let's do it this way. Start with how you felt going into the game, how you felt at halftime, and then how you felt after. Um, let's go, Isaac. I was optimistic. Halftime, I was concerned, and then at the end, I was pissed. Okay, I'd say I was. Optimistic, leaning towards pessimistic going in. I was pretty pumped at halftime. And by the end, like, it, I, I just, it was, everything was comical, right? Like, there were no words for me to describe, like, how I felt. Because I was laughing and mad <laughs> and sad. And you know, there's all these feelings at the end of that game for me. Yeah. I think going into it, um, probably a little bit of pessimism, um, considering it was Austin. But then, you know, at halftime, I was like, okay, like, maybe... You know, maybe we got this. Maybe we got this. And then heading into overtime, I was like, there's still a chance. And then at the end, it was probably just heartbroken and a little bit of frustration towards yeah stuff. Well, it was, uh, whoa, I'm like really high. Turned up. Man, I'm slipping up here, dude. This is why you got to produce. I'm getting old, Isaac. Um, <laughs> His eyes aren't working as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe the Sergio Cordova goal. Especially happening in like what three thirty seven something yeah. like that, um, that was shocking, very surprising. It set a good tone, and then uh, we go up two zero, and at that point, within twenty minutes, at that point, I'm feeling yep. pretty good because I'm like, there's more goals ahead of this, right? And and then um, what's the next event? They didn't score before Rubio got his card, right? And they his, did. And his no, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah, that. Sorry, it was towards scored. the end yeah. of the half, right? Yep. Okay. So, but we're still up two one. Two one. Two one. Start to get a little bit more concerned, yeah, but doable. Doable. Um, what I think the first set of wheels fell off was with the Rubio Rubin tackle, which uh, was just a shit show. Um, it's something that you don't expect a professional to do. Well, when it happened, when it happened. You you know there's a card involved. You don't he's, really. He's already on a yellow. Yeah. Um. So it it was just it was just really confusing, and you know he's going for the red, and I remember I was yelling at my screen. I'm like, he's not that kind of player. Like it's not on purpose, you know. But. But I mean, they still have to give it. Like that was an absolutely clumsy challenge. But you look back at it, and it was just a, a, a just a stupid mistake, man. Um, and we'll talk about being 10 down. We'll talk about Austin FC barely winning. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to to draw towards the end the way that we did, uh, yeah, it was just comical, dude, like you said. it's You're, you're feeling frustrated, and then... And then you're also frustrated the Austin players because they're pulling all these antics. And then you remember what everyone's been saying on, on Twitter... And then you remember that we really shouldn't be there in the first place, and like we squeaked in. And then you remember that 
you're essentially oh, man it's just it was just it was too so, many thoughts too many thoughts to really come out with a rational explanation in this one uh, there were the amount of like deleted tweets like drafts i had like, <laughs> you know what i mean because i was just feeling one way and wanting to scream on twitter uh, deleting it because i was like no typing up another one no you know what it is yeah <laughs> well probably could have gotten myself in trouble I mean, to go up the way that we did and, and how we held on for so long, being 10 men down at Austin FC uh, Q2 Stadium. Yeah. Q2, yeah. Uh, with that whole wall of fans, which don't get, don't get me started on that. Um, I think, man, we had this game. Uh, so it should have been Real Salt Lake advancing. It's Agreed. It's so, just, so can we agree that it's we stupid. lost the game at the red card? Uh, or would you, man, would you no. say that was only part of it? I would say that's a part of it because, dude, Real Salt Lake showed out playing 10 men yep. against Austin FC with a healthy Drewsy, you right. know, just going to work. Um, where we lost it was just kind of that mental shift of, hey, let's hang back. Let's park, quote unquote, park the bus a little bit. Let's get defensive. Okay. And you can tell that that goal was coming along. Well, so when they when they say when, six minute stoppage, you know it's coming. Even you you knew it was coming even before that because we knew it was coming. Hang on, we knew it was coming when we went to training, and they were doing what at training? Oh, they were practicing penalties. <laughs> yeah. So they're training. They're training for penalties days before. It, it felt training the day before felt like, and we were there for the whole thing, right? But I had the feeling like we're not anticipating being ahead in the 90th minute, right? Like, you had the feeling like they're going to play for the draw and hope to get out with ties. And I know the the red card kind of spurred this and the ridiculous amount of stoppage time, right? But, like, there was a weird mentality that they knew at some point they were parking the bus. And I've talked about it for years. Anytime you park the bus, you're inviting 45 shots on your goal, Yeah, right? You're inviting them to score, I am anti-parking the bus. I'm fine bringing in another central midfielder or another center back, but to completely, I think I tweeted like they have slashed the tires and pulled the spark plugs. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like there was, they might as well have, have stood on the goal line and just like jumped at the ball. Every you time you just heard the, right. And, and I think that was a tactical error, right? Going Especially, defensive is fine, but Especially being down a player too, right. so like there's, no matter where which way you look at it, there's a gap in the field. There's an right. extra player just open. Right. So to to completely leave yourself without a single outlet, right? Like I'm fine taking off a couple of attackers and parking the bus a little bit, but to have zero outlet, to have no one to run onto a clearance, to have no kind of threat. You can say that Brody and Lawfulson were a threat. They had one run. That was one run. A great run. <clears throat> it was a great run, but like that. You can't anticipate that. That was just them making magic, right? That wasn't tactical. Man, Brody got so close to it. He did. I thought that and was that would have been an absolute moment just in time. dagger, dude. But to not bring Julio on or to not leave Cordova on, to run onto those balls, even to dribble them to the corner and waste some time, was a total like brain melt to me. I do not understand it. And no matter what explanation anyone would give me i i won't agree you're not accepting it i won't i just won't agree because you you sat back completely and invited not only you know yeah 30 plus minutes or whatever it was 40 plus minutes of pressure you then had to invite the stoppage time pressure the overtime pressure 
And then you go into penalty sh- kick shootout with, like, let's be honest, fourth, fifth option guys. Like, it, after that red card, it all just, everything went wrong, and it was comical to me. Yeah, Alex, you're shaking your head, dude. So let's go from the half, right? We've already kind of expressed where we were at. What were your, what were your thoughts, and uh, what's your criticism towards the handling of, you know, maybe going this route of, like, defensive mind do you think it's what they needed or should they have just kind of kept that pressure that we had seen well i i mean and i think i tweeted i have too is i said hey we're good as long as we keep as long as we keep it up we'll be fine we can we can we can see this one out get the result move on to the next round the second that rubio card comes in my mentality kind of shifts as well because first of all you know you're on a yellow there's no reason why you should be making that tackle. I appreciate his hustle. I appreciate him wanting to go up and run and get the ball. But you know you're on a yellow. Brad Stuver did a phenomenal job of staying there, waiting for the contact, mm-hmm. and forcing that one. Because he also he knew Rubio was on a yellow. Rubio should have known he was on a yellow. Shouldn't have gone in for that tackle in the first place. Once we're down 10 men, and once I see those substitutions, I think, okay, like I get it. You're down 10 men. You're down a man. You want to play defensively. You want to hold on to what you have. You're, you're you're winning, but in this, but penalties were on the back of my mind too. In that situation where you bring off Sava, you bring off Cordoba, you bring up basically all your attack, bring in all these defensive-minded players to try to preserve. You're also setting yourself up for failure later on because naturally you want Cordova at the spot, you want Savarino at the spot. You don't want your center backs at the spot. Yes, all credit to Marcelo because that was a phenomenal was penalty. Great. But has Andrew Brody taken a PK before in his career? Has Tate Schmidt know. has Tate Schmidt taken a penalty before in his career? For the first team? Yeah. He I don't think he did in the playoffs last year. I don't year. think so. Maybe for the Monarchs, so but like Yeah. So I just I I just think once you take off all that attacking power, you're also setting yourself up for the failure at the spot from 12 yards out. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I think everybody feels the same way that we do. We, You guys had seen the video of me yeah. watching Tate's. Yeah. As soon as the camera angle came on and it showed who the fifth penalty oh, dude, kicker I got was. Up and walked away. You got up, walked away. We were already at, I mean, let's be real. By that point, we were done. Yeah, we yeah. were done. Yeah. yeah, we were done. It he, was going to take a Ramondo-esque miracle to get us back into it. Yeah. We were... I and, felt like we were done. And not which, everything is on Tate because Tate thinks that it's it's not an automatic win. It would have just extend, extended PKs. Right. So it it's, just put us out of our misery. Which, which and and again, like I appreciate Brody stepping up. I appreciate Ojeda stepping up. Which Ojeda's penalty wasn't bad. Yeah, it was a great save. It was just an even better save from yeah. Suver. It, and it's just rough. Like, yes, it's. I want to applaud them for having the mentality to go up and take it and say, hey, I'm going to score this. But they shouldn't have been but put it, in that situation. Yeah. It, yeah, it just wasn't good PKs. The first team guys should have been in that situation. Hopefully would have been in that situation. I, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> so Austin FC goes on. Um, interesting stuff tweeted. Who, uh, who tweeted out? Felipe. Felipe. Just saying like everybody doubted them and all these things. Literally which... no one's doubted Austin FC this entire year. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And he was quite literally, when I talk about like frustrating Austin FC players, guy was ridiculous the whole match. Like just crying for fouls, crying for handballs. Yeah. It, 
he is the guy that like when people when when non soccer fans talk about why they don't watch soccer and like go straight to the you know their babies they cry they flop around like that is the guy they talk about yeah. right yeah. yeah which and then I w- I'd also kind of want to talk about the the refereeing in this oh, one bro because I'm never one to like want to be like put the blame on the referee because I always think in soccer there's opportunities for you to go you can't control the referee you know there's always opportunities for you to go try to make a play make sure make something and and turn the tide in your favor change the momentum in your favor but the first one to the first yellow to ravine should have never been a yellow no especially because it took how long did it take ring to get that that first yellow yeah exactly five six fouls alexander ring should have been sent off in that one he should have absolutely been sent off. he had every he had just as many opportunities to be sent off that ruby Rubin did right and it it sucks because like that's completely out of your control but in this one it did feel like the referee was kind of felt tilted betting yeah betting yeah. a little bit against rsl because the Rubin one it never in a million years should that should that have been a yellow no, it was a 50 50 it was yeah. a 50 50 ball they it, you know i think cuz contest sold it really well and then the, I guess the same thing can be said for the second one. But Stuver sold it really well. Yes, and, but yes, Rubin came in and made the challenge. But still, Stuver kind of waited for that opportunity. Mm-hmm. He gets sent off. And then Rosalik did fine. They did well holding them off until about the 92nd minute, 92nd minute when I don't even remember who was, well. I don't even remember who was in the center. The ref, But the ref was like called for the handball, which... The second angle shows his arm a little more extended. But he already set the precedence prior to the Cordova penalty where he went to VAR. Right. So why aren't you looking at it again? Why didn't you go check the second one? It makes no sense to me that he just automatically pointed to the spot with no hesitation. I mean, who knows the conversation that... No, the conversation was... That VAR had in his ear. Austin FC needs to advance. Let's take it to penalties. But But he should have been... He should have gone to the screen. He already (laughs) set the precedence prior in this one. But but we've learned that that... There is no precedence with these referees, right? You think there are uh, MLS conspiracies? Oh, I always have. Yeah. <laughs> Explain to me how in the second half with all red card, right? Okay. Nothing else. Right. There's six minutes of stoppage, whereas in the first half there's a VAR review, a penalty, and two goals, and there's only five minutes of stoppage. Three goals. That doesn't add up to me. So there's less stoppage in the first half, more stoppage in the second half for less action. Hmm. Sure, there were more substitutes, but that doesn't it doesn't constitute six minutes. Yeah, that's the old Manchester United Sir Alex favor. So you I know, agree. no, I agree. So, so within MLS, uh, there are you know second round playoffs. There's yeah, look how they lined it up: FC El- Dallas and Austin, right? And then you've got El Trafico. It makes yeah, it makes you wonder. Thursday. It makes you think, <laughs> dude. I, think, it's, I mean, it's not a thing. I. Eh. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's someone pulling strings. If or you're whatever, if but. you're a league official, I would want to see my marquee matchups in the playoffs. I don't know, man. It's very dishonest of you, dude. So <laughs> we're gonna move on. Uh, yeah, just uh, just no good. No, no good. good. It no just good. you know it between the penalty, basically from the penalty on. Everything to me was just so questionable and painful. And I, I think I said at some point during the game, towards the end, that, you know, I hope I never have to see half of these players again. And that's no knock on those players, you know, but, like, yeah. we, we shouldn't be relying on fourth, fifth, sixth option guys. Not in, in playoffs. Um, yeah, not in I, playoffs. I just, I can't. I, I do agree with the, you on the that. The team needs to be strengthened. 
It sucks because I feel like we completely dominated that one for 25, 25 minutes. Austin had like little to no opportunities to try to yep. get back into this one. We're up two nothing, and then I think as soon as the Drewsy goal goes in, momentum kind of shifts. Austin kind of grows into this one, and then from there it's just all Austin. Yeah, yeah. Um, good for them. Good for their uh, fan supporters and all that. Did you guys see that? Uh, yeah. F- so Austin FC is not allowing like FC Dallas supporters to come oh, yeah. in and bring like their drums and instruments. Which, why? I don't like, know. give me one good reason. I don't know. That, to me, is just, like, you're a scared little girl, and yeah. you don't want your big bad, your big bad bully to have his full strength there. <laughs> Maybe. It, Could, it doesn't make sense. You can't bring your drums. Like, that is that is soccer. Yeah. That is culture. Like, get out of here. Yeah, so they're doing, Chickens. like, uh, yeah, they're kind of being, <clears throat> there's some uproar about it. Uh, we'll there see what be. the kind of league weighs in. Um, yeah, that would be, like, Real Salt like telling... Like, hey, uh, opposition, don't bring your scarves. We don't want to see your right. scarves in the yeah. That's kind yeah, of it's stupid. All right. know, just we're not going to sell you tickets. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think wins that matchup? I think Dallas. I FC. think Dallas handles them. If if old RSL was giving Austin that many fits, Dallas is in pretty good form right now. Did you see their PKs, dude? That Panenka was so dude. ballsy. From and they Glasgow. were just putting away their PKs, no question about it. Well, I mean, we've had shootouts where we've put them away too, and that's the confident players. They had their DP strikers on the field for the penalty shootout. Yep. But that Panenka, dude. It almost man. backfired because that goalkeeper was inches away from getting yeah. his palm at it. Dane Sinclair. Yeah. yeah. After already going. Yeah. That was that was a That was, that was, ma- a, that was, that was a pretty decent match. Was, yeah. Did you guys see up. the giant taco? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Bro. You haven't seen the tacos? No. It's the size of your huge. laptop. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. It was in a pizza box. I, yeah. I'm. I don't know if I'm in the minority here. I don't want a hard shell taco that big. That it's thing's messy. gonna be way hard to eat. It's gonna it's crumble like, everywhere. It's like nachos. Yeah. Now, if you double decker that thing, like the old Taco Bell classic, they need to bring back and wrap that in a tortilla. Kind of control the mess. I'm all about it. If it was yeah. a real taco, I'd probably like want to try it. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. A big taco. Just the shell was just way too much. <laughs> that for thing's me, massive. That'd be so hard to eat at a game. Yeah, like that'd be hard to eat at a kitchen spill, table spill with in like front of everybody that's in front of you. Utensils and things. Yeah, but like at a game, like that'll be. Whew. Okay, so we're gonna go to uh, Twitter questions real quickly. We're not ending right now because we got some more uh, season finale stuff. Uh, we're gonna just go through Twitter. What's up, dude? You see the oh, ghost over there? My hand is just really cold. That's uh, because the ghost was touching you. Did you see it over there? Is there a ghost over there? Yeah, Mary, dude. Are you being for real? There's a ghost in up? here. Yeah. Your hangout. She died cold? downstairs, dude. Yeah, my like I'm really cold over here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no way. Are you serious? Well, I think it's because I was gripping the mic. No, no, my hands are really warm. I'm gripping the mic too. I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm super sweaty. cold right here. <laughs> yeah, just on that right side, <laughs> dude. She's on your ear. Wait, she's right here. Yeah, right here in the on she on my seat. Just, well, she was just over here. Oh, she was. Just I'm used to her, so I oh. don't even mention it. Yeah, Josh's house is haunted. If you talk about them more, though, they tend they, to like they, they yeah. feed off that they energy. feed off that energy. I used to live so with I try ghost. not to talk about her because well, she'll mess with me in the shower. Let's talk about RSL Twitter questions. Yeah. I used to live with a ghost. Dude. It was gnarly. same. It was yeah. sucky. Yeah, yeah. you so. went. You, I made you sleep on the the floor in front of that closet. Remember? Yes, the haunted closet. Did, Murray. Wait, did, did when I slept here? Didn't I sleep in in, this in the room? House? She died. Yeah, you. Did, she died in there for real. Yeah. Dude, oh yeah. So before our our road trip to San Diego, he mm-hmm. gave me this little room. It's in the very far corner, like to sleep in. Far corner of the basement. And then he told me like a few days later, he's like, "Yeah, that's where the, where the lady died." It, why would you put me in that room, bro? Because it's the spare room. 
but don't put me <laughs> in I there. gave you the option of the couch. He's done that to me twice, dude. I've done them twice. Your, your ghost story is really scary, though. Yeah, my and, ghost story you is should, legit. You should talk about it, but at yeah. a better time. Not right now, yeah. Not yeah, right my now. ghost story is legit, bro. It's yeah. scary. Yeah, it's freaking... It's, it's like grab. something out of Hollywood, like scary. It's a conjuring bad. movie, dude. Yeah, in San Diego. All right. Um, so nervous. Happy Halloween, guys. Yeah, why are you so scared? It's I feel, just dude, a ghost. I just feel cold. It's cra- like now I feel like it's an anxiety attack. <laughs> Chill out, dude. Chilling. If you need to move. Yeah, nah, do a little okay. deep breath. She's good. not there anymore. Okay. Makes you feel any better. Yeah, right. she's good. This is our uh, Halloween special. Yeah, why are you... It, dude, it's like it's there's sunlight. We're fine. All right, okay. okay. Twitter questions. Dude, <laughs> Halloween. This is a Halloween crossover, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty close to Halloween. No. I honestly just think there's a vent right there. Okay. I'm feeling weird now, too, dude. Don't. She's nice. She was a little old lady that died. You, I can't believe you put me in her freaking bed, bro. That wasn't her bed. But still, It wasn't room. her reused bed. It wasn't her sheets. <laughs> she was probably decomposing in there. Her dead juices weren't in the mattress. Oh, gross. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about uh, Twitter questions. All right. S.A. Zenner says, I really like Master Winnie and feel he did well with the pieces he had. Uh, considering the FO didn't buy any of the big pieces he and we had hoped for. Uh, he's made some bad subs, and I do feel that takes a lot of secondary blame against Austin after the red card. So more of a statement from S.A. Zenner. Uh, I'd agree. More on Pablo. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more on Pablo. We we have a we have like a, a list of questions that we prepared for the season finale, quote-unquote. So we're just let's just read these, and then we'll get through. Uh, Zerk says, 2022 season was full of ups and downs. Uh, we started off perfect, but ended up tanking in the summer, losing to teams that we should have won easily. If our strikers really did their job and scored goals, I can see a home playoff game. Uh, honestly disappointed. All right. I got I to gotta tweet this poll question on Twitter. Do it. All right. You're, you're doing it right now? Yeah. Okay. What is it? What Lagoon roller coaster <laughs> best describes RSL season? I love it. Uh, I love it. I'm posting it right now. Which one? The cannonball. Or is it the... Cannibal? Is it the cannibal? Is that the one that like drops you no, immediately? Yeah, like goes up real high and then and then it tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah tanks. I'll go with that one. Yeah. I would say uh, the mouse ride. Just take like teasing you, <laughs> like it's gonna throw you off the edge, and then <laughs> you're going straight again. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. a ride. It's uncomfortable. Sure. What would you What would you say? Uh probably the rocket, dude, because you got super high and then just let us down. Have you been to Lagoon? I have, yeah. But what? but uh, not re-entry. We'll do uh, the launch one because we got back up high a little bit again and then it let us down again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what uh, what about you, dude? What would you say? What ride? I'm going to go with, like, Colossus. Colossus. Because I feel like this big old circle. The, the loop-de-loops. Yeah, big loop-de-loops. Is that the one that spins upside down and then they... No, no, it's the one with it's, the loops. That's a cliffhanger. Oh, okay. I've never done that one. It's always closed. Dude, I hate Lagoon. I hate Lagoon because when I was 16, I went on that wooden roller coaster. And I swear, dude, like, it just slipped something in my disc, like, in my back. Oh, probably. That thing is rough. It was rough, dude. It was so, I couldn't walk, like, I was on that thing once and the lap belt came loose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good thing it doesn't do anything crazy. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's been there since, like, what? 1918 or something? Yeah, it's probably the old roller coaster that was at the Saltaire. Probably. They just, yeah. It's probably the same wood, too. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll answer that question. We'll come back to that question. Guys, we're so sorry for the RSL show content today, by the way. We're just everywhere, but this is fun. Uh, okay. 
Kevin Acosta says, hate to say it, but we need to look at maybe getting a new coach. Uh, my argument for a new coach, we had Sunday's game in the bag. But once we went down a man, Pablo pulled all off or all of the offensive power off and parked the bus. To me, that shows a lack of tactical prowess and belief in the team. I I don't think... I want to give Pablo another year, but I was extremely frustrated with those subs and believe that that is what fundamentally cost us the game. Kevin, I do uh, hear you... our options off the bench weren't great. Like, the only one I really would have changed sure. is, like, not Schmidt and Julio. Yeah. Uh, I hear Kevin um, on the last bit. He says there's no belief in the team. I think it takes more belief in your team to park the bus. That that team believed. Because you're right? saying, like, no, you're that, not going to score on us. That team absolutely believed, and the referees robbed that game. Yeah. Well, didn't rob, but gave the penalty, which the pressure invited, sure. But, like, that team held together for a long time, which shouldn't have had the ability to, right? Yeah. So that team did bust their ass and I appreciate them for that yeah. right they were all put in that situation where some of those guys get shouldn't have been put in the situation yeah uh who was at beer bar here I was you went did you go no what was the atmosphere like after the like the the, the PK specifically losing I, oh at losing deflated oh uh, yeah like I just kind of left like I was right near to the exit so you know how I get I just get mad and I just leave so dipped out yeah, and then they were singing, we love you, Salt Lake, we do. Oh, no. And I was just like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And then they did the, I believe that we will win. Oh, man, and that's an like, instant no. loss right there. That's why we I lost. Like, no. And then they were cheering. They're like, what were they? Oh, they were chanting about, like, we're going to win. And, like, I was like, bro, there's still six minutes. Oh, you know, like, boy. You need to relax. Oh, boy. So Beer yeah. Bar is the one who gave us the bad vibes. Is what I'm hearing. Or was it me when I tweeted, if we hold on to this win? <laughs> <laughs> we'll say both. We'll I don't know, man. Both. I tweeted that, and I was like, I'm that guy. Whoops. You I deleted the tweet, but. You are that guy. All right. <laughs> I was just projecting. Um, I think that's what I told you. I'm projecting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David Dillman. Just looks like a new listener. We'll give you a follow back. Uh, David Dillman. Let's take a look here. So he actually uh, tweeted like an, like an out list. Like a screenshot? Of, of like his notes, yeah, of his notes, and nice. it's uh, it looks like it's just an out list. So let's take a look here. So GKs, so goalkeepers, Thomas Gomez, Jeff Dusnup out. Uh, get an MLS backup GK. I would have, or I would like to have Dusnup to make the jump, but he hasn't played all this year. Delgado or Kelly yet. So, uh, sorry, this is out of con. I'm, I'm not reading this right. Uh, let's see. Center backs: Eric Holt out. Yes. Johan Kappelhoff out. Sadly. Um, for LBRBs, so left back, right backs, uh, Tate Schmidt out, Brett Halsey out, uh, CM center mid, Nick Beasler is out, uh, left wing, right wing, Michael Chang, there's a question mark, and uh, let's see, Sergio Cordova question mark, Rubio Rubin out. Hold on, so Spurs Bay, that is not a stupid question, and we are not deleting it. It's a great question. Answer the poll. Yeah. What did he write? What? Delete this tweet. So dumb. Uh, let's see. I'll reply to him. Not content. <laughs> All right. You're dumb. Okay. There we go. Nice. All righty. Got um, him. Got you, Spurs Bay. Probably doesn't listen anymore. He does. Well, he might not anymore. I don't know. Uh, you just ruined it. You're not dumb, Spurs Bay. That's just... We're just going to call you out on Twitter if you call us out. Okay. Next up. Uh, let's see. We came armed with a few questions. And I think, you know, to, to wrap up the whole narrative of 
Real Salt Lake. Uh, we feel just how you guys feel. Uh, do we dismantle the FO? I don't know. Is it time for Elliot Fall to leave? Who knows? Is it Pablo Mastroini's turn to be fired? Who knows? Uh, we don't know. But we're going to come uh, with some different questions here, and we're going to talk about uh, a few things here. So let me go ahead and pull up the questions that we had prepared for the show, and we're going to kind of go around the table. And this might be a little bit different uh, than a lot of segments that we've done. Before we hop into this, though, I did go to the RSL team store today. I thought I had lost something, uh, so I went, I went back to search. Uh, shout out Anna Lynn Gadibai. She works there. And uh, shout out Jennifer Rosa. Uh, they want us to know the that ones. they want us to know that there are breast cancer pins available. Actually, they're in my pocket. Hang on. Let me uh, pass these around. Nice. Oh, nice. Go ahead and take a look. Ooh, Sheesh. Okay, okay. All right, all right. I so I say I don't get one. Well, it's not for them. It's just for us to, to show off. Oh, nice. uh, let's see. The pins are Emotional. 15 bucks. Uh, $5 of the pin goes to National Breast Cancer Foundation. Um, so stop by the team store. Uh, there's, they're basically, it's like a pink ribbon on a pin. It has the, the Real Salt Lake logo on there. It's in pink. It's nice. Uh, next month is going to be the Alzheimer's awareness pin. So stop by. And then also, um, everybody is aware of what's going on with John Jenna and, um, his battle with, uh, ALS. Uh, so the John Jenna patches are also, uh, available, um, at the RSL team store. And I'm pretty sure those are going towards a fund. I don't have those details. Yeah, I it's I the had uh, those. Rocky Mountain ALS Foundation. Yes. So in his honor, John Jenna is, he's a great human being. He's being so selfless about it. He wants donations to go towards uh, helping people in the future. If that, even if that means it doesn't help him immediately. Right. So nothing but positive things to say about John. Um, if you've There's... ever met him, he's awesome. He's amazing. Agreed. And then there's also tomorrow, the day this episode releases, uh, the chairs from the South Goal are available first come, first serve for a $10 donation. So if you want a piece of stadium history to sit in your garage and collect dust, tomorrow is the day. Yeah, I got you. Very cool. All (laughs) righty. Spurs Bay go, he wrote, dang, you got me. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's not mad. I hope you listen. I don't mind that guy. Honestly, I I don't mind anybody on Twitter. It's funny. Uh, let's see. Okay. <laughs> it's all so, fun and games until you hurt Spurs Bay feelings, bro. I know, right? Um, okay, he's a Spurs fan. Yeah. Go United. Go Two United, nine. yeah. Two zero. Ronaldo leaving the, the tunnel. He's leaving early. Hopefully he's headed to, like, somewhere else. MLS. No. It won't happen. I don't think he'll ever come. Yeah. Messi might. You never know, though, man. I don't think You never know. You see the I stock just, just kind of dwindling. But I just can't see him. Anybody would take him. Anybody would take sure. him and pay him top dollar. He's going to sell jerseys. But there's still appeal, dude. I mean, people come here and play because it is the U.S. of A., and there is cool stuff here, believe it no, or not. No, it, it would be great. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's uh, let's talk a, a little bit of fun things here. Um, let's start. Let's do this here. Let's just start off with uh, three players that you would keep or that we must keep. And three players that we would part with. And we won't really go around the table on this. We'll just kind of try to come to a consensus. Ooh, there is an expansion draft this year, too. There is. Aye. Yep. Okay. 
So three teams you would keep, or excuse me, three players you would keep without a doubt. Who would you keep? Loffelsund. Probably a shocker. I'm I'm thinking of the expansion draft and guys that might be fringe, right? Okay. I'm not going to name the obvious ones. Okay. Fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. So Loffelsund, Glad. I think Glad would be protected, wouldn't he? Probably. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm well, just no, saying. Well, because like, of the homegrown deal. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. like, if absolutely necessary, these oh, okay. are guys okay. that another team would take if given the option of taking them. I gotcha. And then you gotta you gotta protect the captain Demir, at all costs. I mean, even if he's not as productive, like you just gotta protect him. Yeah. And keep him around. Okay. Anybody else you guys would add to that? I think I'd throw. I, I want to throw Brian Ojeda in there. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I want to throw yeah, Ojeda. Yeah. So who would you keep? Uh, so if you had to make the choice, who are you booting out of that top three? Demir to, to secure Ojeda. Demir, because no one's going to touch Demir. We're not going to let anyone touch Demir. That's just not – shouldn't even put that one in there. That's not even a question. So I'm replacing Demir with Ojeda. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll okay. go with that. All right, three players that are out. That should be easy. Holt, Beasler, Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about Herrera? If we can – okay. Only if the money's right. Because I've There's seen There's an that. offer for Herrera and Ruiz, and it's for more than I think five. Take it. I think right now I'm at the point where if any offer comes and it's the right offer, take we it. should take it. Yeah. Whether it's Sava, whether it's Glad, whether it's it's anybody. If the offer's right, just take just take it. Only though, if we're either a gonna yes. bump someone up from the Monarchs and play them, yeah, or b respend the money wisely. Yep, exactly. Got it. Got it. All right, cool. I like that a lot, guys. Um, Okay, a season grade for the club. Let's just go for this is just to players, the the, the field play. Um, let's go around without any explanations, and then we'll try to round it to the closest grade. So, Isaac, let's start with you. Uh, D plus. Dang. Wow, you're harsh. It's harsh. <laughs> Thank God you're not a teacher. We barely made it. Okay. Well, but we're saying, like, you know. Was, were the players entertaining? Oh. Were they fun to watch. Are we, yeah. So, are we just talking about the product on the field? Or yeah, are we talking yeah, about yeah. The just club the product. I mean, okay. not, Dude, not Isaac, the results. The Isaac handing out grades like he's a teacher in West Valley, bro. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I can say that. I went to Kearns, man. Kearns so. High. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those teachers don't care. I'm sorry. Well, they didn't. I'm sorry. If yeah, they you, might now. They might now. When but we when I was, well, they definitely didn't care. Hell no, they did not. Okay, go ahead. Entertainment-wise. Everything, just entertainment, B, players. B. A B? Now you're, now <laughs> you're too <laughs> nice. Solid <laughs> you B. You went from a T to a B. What, you guys are going to say, oh, C average. I'm going C. Oh. He's a, dude, he is a. Uh, he doesn't a, know. He's a softie, huh? Yeah. The student walked over to your desk and said, hey, look at, and you're like. My mom's going to grill me. gave me a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to let me play Fortnite if I get a D. Here's a B. All right, you're good. So you're saying C? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we didn't score a lot of goals, but we scored some fun ones. And there were some fun tackles, but overall it was average and just okay. Yeah, I, I agree. C+. Plus. I'm going C+. Plus. Yeah, I like C+. Plus. I'm going C+. Because you're almost – you were at that, like, B level, B minus, and then C+. Plus. The way you went out in the playoffs, I think, is earns a C+. Okay. Plus. I'm still going C. Your two C pluses will take I, I think. The, I think the thing that I think most impacts that for me is just that whole second half skid. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, fine. Second half skid. So we're at a C-plus already. For extra credit, you make the playoffs, and the way that they performed in the playoffs, did it bump their grade? 
to a B minus, or does it stay at C plus? C plus. That like, skid had me at a D minus. So yeah, I think it stays. I think it has to stay at a C plus. All right, cool. I like that. Yeah. Good. No. All it right. Was, okay. It's good, but like it's not a season. It is not a season anyone's gonna really look back on and be like, that was a season. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. The right. season prior going to the yeah, conference that was crazy. finals. I'll remember that. Yeah. This one? Yeah. yeah. Like, we're going to see highlights from this season in, like, five years, like, on YouTube randomly. Like, in a mesh-up and be like, what? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be four minutes I think, long. I, I think the only, like, crazy memorable thing this season. Hey, stop. Okay. We have a okay. question about yep, that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. My bad. Easy there, intern. My bad. Easy. My bad. All right. Um, did you not read the questions beforehand? I did. Let's do a season grade for the FO. Okay. Alex, you go, dude. We we know those guys too well. You go. Say your grade. We'll see if we agree. Just kidding. I'm gonna go. We don't really know those guys. We just see them at training. <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna go. Don't be nice. I'm gonna go C. A C. I'm gonna go C. Borderline C minus. Okay. Borderline C minus. Josh. Yeah. No. And here's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sabarino was a great oh, re-addition, yeah, right? Yeah. I wasn't but a, I don't care for that dude. But he was a guy that's already been here. He's familiar. So like That's not is that really a fetch? I mean it I mean he did Is it really a fetch you to imagine, show up at the next Christmas party with your ex-girlfriend? Right, bro? right, right. But like let's be real, without Sabarino, the rest of the season is ugly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cordova coming in early just felt like, uh, hey, we had this guy's available for loan. We didn't love him for ninety percent of the season, but I'd keep him if he wasn't a DP. So that was an okay move. Again, no one else was going to perform better than him. Let's be real. The Danny Mufsowski move, move, absolute head scratcher. How many minutes did he get? Like sixty, maybe. Not even. I don't know. Not I don't even think lot. so. No, he got like some like. Last, I don't even think he put, some late substitutions. He hasn't played in a minute. I don't even think he was on the bench for Austin. I would say less than he was 20. on the bench for Austin. I think it was around twenty. Dude. He was on the bench for Austin. And we still the, went for exactly. Tate. Oh my god! Exactly. Lord. He was on the bench for Austin. Okay. So that again, <laughs> puzzling, didn't solve any of our issues at the moment. No, not didn't at all. love that move from the FO. And remember the hype behind it, right? <laughs> You're forgetting about Anderson Julio. By the oh no, I'm I'm oh, still okay. going. Yeah. Anderson Julio was a steal. Right? Yes. But came in late. Wasn't really available to make an impact right away. A Choa situation. Mm. Nightmare for everyone. Right? So that's a big black mark on everyone. So they bring in Thomas Gomez. It's fine. Didn't really have to use him. I wish he would have gotten a couple minutes, but whatever. The only real bright moves for me were Ojeda and Oviedo. But as we've talked about before, they spent so much time working on a deal for a big-name guy that was never going to work that these two guys came in way too late. Yeah. Right? Had these guys come in earlier in the year, yeah. this might, that skid may not have happened, and we may have been a higher seed, right? So I think situations were handled, and I don't know if this is on the FO or the coach. Situations were handled poorly, and, and we paid for it, right? I think some of the moves we brought in were nice. Right, some good building blocks. We still need to bring in some real game changers, and there's no doubt about that. Right, real game changers need to come in, and current starters need to come in and be the bench. So that's my thoughts, and yeah, I, I feel I'll like see. um yeah, I feel like a majority of the signings were just 
oh, he'll work. Okay. Not what we expected. Yeah. You know, I feel like looking back at it at the time, the Saverino signing was huge. It was fantastic. Now that we're here at the end of the season, maybe it was just the easy deal. Exactly. Right. Like, oh, he'll come back. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. Right. I haven't loved it when players do that, but Sava is, is truly a good player and it's yeah, okay. Absolutely. Right. When Mofsisian did it, it was like, ugh, you know. And Bobby I totally, Finley. I totally spaced the the whole Ochoa situation, right? Because this and year I, has felt like an eternity. And I, I think throwing the Ochoa situation there, I think I can bring it down to a solid C minus. I think so too. Yeah, because nothing was like super great to like really look past some of the like WTFs that happened. And I saw a very interesting tweet. I don't know how accurate it is, um, but somebody was mentioned about how a lot of the front office is up for contracts this year. And I hate that the ML, that MLS isn't transparent as far as contract lengths and stuff like that because it would be really interesting to see who is up for renewal this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, DC United just got a shakeup. You guys see that? Chicago did too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot of there are a lot of things happening. All right. And then the elephant in the room, Elliot Fall. Are you guys hot on Elliot? What grade do we give Elliot? I know the uh, the FO just kind of he might fall in that category, but uh, we have to give Elliot a grade. So who's gonna just step up and give Elliot a grade? I'm just gonna go with the same grade. I was gonna give him a B. There's there's a lot that I we obviously don't know what happens behind closed doors, but just from taking it from face value, from face pers- like like as a as a generic see, fan perspective, yeah. And yeah. I'll, I'll probably go C minus too because I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of roster building goes towards goes directly at the GM, and I mean we talked about the lackluster signings, and so we'll just throw them all in the same category with the C minus. Right, and that's what sucks for the GM. Like we don't know what backing he had from the ownership. We don't know what the manager had his input. Right, so his yeah. hands could have been tied in a lot of different situations. But at the end of the day, as a general manager, all eyes are on you. Yeah, and you take the fall win or lose right so yeah it'd be interesting to know if uh how the new ownership feels about elliot i know i'm curious I, I i wish i know ownership rarely speaks right yeah but it would be nice to have a statement from ownership about you know where they plan on taking it after the season yeah cool all right well uh i think that kind of wraps it up um, we're going to kind of move into a different direction now. So we're going to, uh, you know what, let's kind of, let's talk about, um, our favorite RSL moments. We're going to go with play on the field. And then also we're going to kind of, uh, go through probably like the, some of the social media content that's been put out our favorite moments or least favorite. Um, so let's start with our RSL moments. Let's start with plays or matches one um was was is the are there moments that you guys that stands out to you guys yeah yeah I'll go. as your favorite moment go ahead. um you know I, i've already stated like i'm over the rooseneck thing right and like nothing but respect to the guy or whatever but that seattle game the first game of the season where he comes back and the the fans were hot getting after him uh a completely shocking win like let's be real no one thought we'd win that no one Right, so I think that whole just day was nice. Like, feel like you got some revenge, I guess. Good day. Good day. Yeah, Isaac, are you ready to share your favorite RSL moment? Uh, 
does it have to be like RSL specific because mine's the Gareth Bell goal and me recording it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, recording Gareth Bell score on RSL. All right. That was my personal <laughs> favorite moment. <laughs> it happened Sorry, right in front of us. No, yeah, it right. happened in front of me. It was yeah. cool. Gareth oh, we Bale. Like yeah, we right. like it. Yeah, you still have that footage? I still have that footage. Yeah. And I thought I didn't get it, but I got it. Yeah, he was, was stoked nice. that day. He was right. stoked. Sorry, cool. fans. That's fine. And actually, that'll kind of help us blend into the favorite RSL show moment, too. So, all right, cool. Go. RSL moment. Favorite RSL moment had to be that, like, two-and-a-half-week stretch where we made the comeback against Austin at home. Then we went to Montreal and won 2-1, which, shocker. And then we came back and beat Houston 3-0 three, three, um, here at America First. Yeah, we thought we just, were going to be real good at that, that Yeah, point. dude, that, just that feeling of euphoria and excitement for a team that was competitive and that was in second place in the West at that time, it felt really good. And I think that was probably just my favorite moment of the season. Nice. No. You already yours said yours? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, play-wise? You said play-wise, right? You uh, it was a whole game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite moment of the season, um, I think it was when... I think it was when, like, Cordova started to get hot and started to score. And uh, then we had that questionable celebration where you insisted he was shushing the crowd. I don't think yeah, he was. And then the next game he totally missed the open net and cost us a game. I just <laughs> – well, I, I, I take it back because he's done that same celebration a few times. So, I yeah. I was just ornery, I guess. I think that's my favorite that. moment is just kind of seeing somebody come in kind of embrace the club in the way that he has. Uh, I think he's still got more of a ways to go, so hopefully... I hope we see him back. Yeah, I'd like to see him back, because I, I like... I mean, it's weird, man. I'm I'm just... At this point, like, you see the goals, and... I mean, obviously, dude, like, the, the three-minute goal against Austin, um, to come out that quickly, to have a presence like that, he's a big dude, and... You know, we saw that transformation of like. Remember when he was like just trying to kind of push the ball off to yeah. get an assist, almost playing like rec league, and we're like, no, just, just shoot, shoot the damn thing. Yeah. yeah. So kind of seeing him uh, go through that change has been really, really cool. All right, it's our self show moment from you. I yeah, like it. I like. Yeah, it's good. Well, and I think that goal from like, that goal against Austin in the third minute kind of is what we expected Cordoba to be. Yeah, totally. It's, dude. it's exactly what Pablo Mastroeni talked about early in the season. He that's, he's that stout player that's just going to win you balls in the air all the time and score offset pieces and whatnot. And we didn't really see that up until the, the last end. moment. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Let's go uh, our cell show moments to wrap this up. All right, mine. Isaac um, already said Gareth Bell. Yeah, I already said mine. I'm going to go with uh, this past weekend's training, right before the Austin game, when little uh, Harrison. Stopped the entire team to get an autograph. I thought, I don't know, it was just wholesome. It was a wholesome moment. That's and our, also, uh, you know, the most recent. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I remember our, most. That's our, uh, yeah. <laughs> we invited our, our buddy to come out to training, and he brought a son. And then you guys might, might have seen the video. Like, I had a Sharpie in the car. I was like, let's get your ball signed. Everybody signed. Everyone, everyone stopped and signed it. And it was great to see. Yeah. Very you? wholesome. Oh, he's had cool moments. That was his first season, dude. Yeah. You you actually have stuff to talk about. I've had a. L- I'm jaded. Tell me, okay, so you have a number one moment, but then tell us like other cool moments because I I want to hear this perspective because I remember what it was like to get my first press pass and how cool it was to like run into people. So you 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 can have the floor for a little bit longer. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go real quick. One of my uh, other yeah, favorite yeah. moments is when at halftime, 
Alex and I went for a quick walk, and we were coming back, and Demir was oh in the hallway, God. and this dude froze. <laughs> Absolutely froze. Wide-eyed? Yeah. Yeah. Wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. Or, or like, the time when we were like, let's talk to Nick, and he's like, I don't want to go talk to Nick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just we don't have that perspective anymore. So yeah. seeing someone else like freeze yeah, up, is it pretty is, great. it does help you uh, <laughs> appreciate it a little bit more, but yeah, go ahead. Dude, tell us. Well, I mean, obviously my, my favorite moment has to be the, the first game where we went out with Sly. Oh yeah. That yeah, was yeah. fun. I, that, that's another good one. That was this year. That was this year. Yeah. yeah was it was content. my first, it was my first game out with you guys for Man. the RSL show. And you guys, you know, took me up to the press box. We did all this stuff with Sly, his first ever RSL game. Super dope, super awesome. And just you guys took me out onto the field, and I was like on the standing on the field with you guys for a little bit, and just going from a fan to this, and that being there for that first game against San Jose, it it was it was incredible, yeah. absolutely fantastic moment. That's it. That's my favorite one. Cool. What other cool moments have you had though? <sighs> so much. Yes. So much. Yeah. Uh, there's the Demir in the freaking hallway. Who were you in the elevator with the other day? Oh, oh, Taylor Twellman. And... There was the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> you text us. He's like, dude, and, uh, uh, dude. Liam Ridgewell. Yeah, Liam Ridgewell was like literally at where this chair is in front of me, like 10 feet in front of me. Um, Portland legend, for those of you who don't know. And just shared an elevator with Taylor Twellman uh, walking into the stadium on decision day. Um just so much, dude. So much. Even like the KSL stuff, like the personal for me, like going out there, doing calling these games for KSL, doing all the stuff, all the cool things that I've done with you guys, and I'll show ourselves. It's fantastic. Like there, it's so many, yeah, so many. His stock is shooting up, dude. Yeah, ours is like tanking, and his is right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've just been like we've like we had our stock up, and then it just kind of, and then it dipped, and then if, it kind of. If up. we're talking about like rides at Lagoon, we're the sky ride train. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, dude. Eventually it goes down. Yeah, eventually so we're gonna have to get off. Eventually it goes down. It's still going. My favorite RSL show moment, um, man. I think it's just this is gonna sound like corny and us. Teaching you stuff, teaching him stuff, like that's just kind of been fun for me. Kind of like passing the torch on a little bit in a way. Um, not quite, but like just kind of setting up like the next generation, helping you guys understand how cool this is, and then kind of seeing like the work that you guys have put in. You're putting in a lot of work. I really do appreciate you, Alex. Isaac, I, pre- I know I get hard on you. Um, Isaac, I just want you to be awesome, but... Uh, you go out there, you got some really cool shots. You've been doing amazing stuff. Uh, and Josh, I would tell you, you're doing cool stuff too, but, uh, we've, not, we've been fine. in this, you know, yeah, since day one. I don't so, um, no, I'm just like proud of the show and I'm proud of all the opportunities. Um, what's really cool is that, uh, Josh and I have been talking about, um, the need to take the podcast content and put out more video. Uh, we've done it in the past very sporadically, and when we do, it's a lot of fun. And actually, like when I went and looked at the RSL show YouTube, because um, I, I literally just put the episodes up, and then I just don't even look at analytics, nothing. I finally went back and looked, and it's like there are some episodes that we just throw up, and it's like hundreds of views. Um, and that's just literally not even like trying to make anything good. We just throw it up. So um, I had a really good conversation today with Nate Dowdle of KSL Sports kind of pitching him the idea and um i don't know how much i can say but he his vision for the rsl show is 
a lot bigger than we think or or thought that it could be. Um, so this next negotiation where we where we're going to talk with them um, towards the end of the year is actually going to be really really cool, like big time stuff. Um, but we're going to be transitioning. I guess one of the pitches that I threw at him was uh, making sure that we're recording all our video um, uh, or all our podcasts on video because personally I've just been pretty like I've got a lot of stuff going on right um, with my work MLS all this other stuff so we're finally just gonna jump into it do it for 2023 it's gonna be a lot of fun um, this off season is where we're kind of get we're gonna get started um, I guess it's a good time now to tell all you guys because Josh and I have talked about this um, we're not gonna come out every single week um, on the off season, we're going to take a break because, uh, we've, we've tried to do episodes in the off season weekly <laughs> and it's just, it's although, drag, dude. although it's fun and it's cool to see your friends, it, it is a drag. Um, cause you're just repetitive, right? You're just talking about the same thing. There's nothing going on. So we're going to create content. Um, as we go, there's gonna be more video behind the scenes stuff. We're going to work with, work with the club. Obviously all of, all of us are going to be involved in that. And um, we're going to go for quantity uh, versus, excuse me, quality quality over quantity in the off season. But when we start up, um, we're going to be doing all of the video podcasts for 2023. Uh, for the people who are messaging me and asking if um, this means that all the audio podcast is going to go away, no. Uh, this is just adding an extra layer to it. And it's going to be produced. We're going to have a spot at KSL. It's going to be awesome. So I'm really, really stoked, really excited. This is the next step. And... Uh, we're just always striving to be number one and just blow out the competition and uh, provide the best RSL content. That's right. So that's it. So I hope you two yeah. are ready to uh, work. Because we're going to need help. We're old. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we're going to need help from you too. So I hope you guys are ready to uh, take I'm that step. To I told you. I'm ready. Right. Yeah. It'll be fun. So cool, guys. Um, that is it. That wraps it up at RSL Show on social media. Um the YouTube stuff will have to be figured out. I'll just be fully transparent. We don't know if we're going to pump the stuff out on the RSL Show YouTube or on KSL Sports YouTube quite yet. TBD. That's something to determine that we'll talk with uh, the KSL overlords. Uh, but other than that, thanks for a great season. That wraps up season six. Uh, it's been a ride. It's been a lot of fun. Love you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys in 2023. Anything else you guys want to throw out there before we say goodbye? I miss you guys already. We're gonna. I think we're gonna try to do pickup before it gets freezing, yes. or while it's cold, because there's Harriman. So yeah. keep an eye out on that. Yeah, we'll do a finale uh, pickup soccer. So cool, guys. Keep it here. Keep subscribed and uh, tweet at us. Let us have it. Let us know what what you're feeling. And uh, as always, leave a review. Five stars, baby. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead. What's your What's your <laughs> at? Go ahead, dude. Follow me on Twitter at Napolis Alex N A P O L E S A L E X. Follow Josh. Do you have a Twitter? Josh already has too many followers. Not too many followers. I'm capped. Oh, yeah. Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> at Isaac X Munoz. Changing it now. All right, cool. And uh, you can find me at Andy X Munoz. Very, very easy. All right, cool, guys. Uh, Thank you, Wonderful guys. show. We'll see you guys later.
I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.